we can grow, we can develop. As we know that heaven is not a place, and happiness lives in the heart. Long as the world keeps turning, our duty is to keep on learning. You heard? Keep on learning. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some things. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Nobody know it all as soon as you think you do, that's when you fall. We got to do more to survive, we must evolve, things change. Just when you think you've seen it all, we trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride. Each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say when you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you gon' taste some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted, gaining insight and Understanding. Each one teach one, we got to pass it on Keep doing the knowledge, building and adding on With faith in the assumption That nobody knows everything, but everybody knows Keep something Keep on learning It's soaking up game We gon' make mistakes We gon' go through some things Keep on growing Keep on soaking up game If something ain't working, don't Yeah, yeah. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. And if you don't know, there's more you can know than you won't grow. What you don't know can hurt you. Discipline is a virtue. Gotta ask the right questions or else you go in the cycles and cycles and spirals. Information is viral, it's infectious, it's contagious And how you going through stages like the night, you don't believe that No, we didn't do that Then reality said and there's no dispute in the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up, it's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people, watch me soak it up Huey said the best education is observation and participation Study how the people be relating Different points of views turn bad news to good news See, it's kind of like some shoes Cause I got to make you move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you you can do on learning It's soaking up game We gon' make mistakes We gon' go through some pain Keep on growing Keep on soaking up game If something ain't working Don't be afraid to change Hey man, it's okay to say you don't know When you let go of your ego You free from all illusions can't make moves in confusion Don't look for conflict, man Always look for the solution and My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom But to really soak it in Now that's a different kind of listening See, man sharp man And every day is another lesson And it's not failure when you learn, man It's a blessing And as the Buddha says Nothing lasts forever We gotta manage our expectations the less we crave, the less we suffer. In this way, we awaken. Right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right focus. Keep soaking. Soak it up. Keep on learning. 
Often old industrial buildings are converted into residences and shops and new businesses which can, af- which can afford increased commercial rent, cater to a more affluent base of consumers, and further increasing the appeal of higher-income migrants and decreasing the accessibility to the poor. Political action is often the community's response and either to promote gentrification or oppose the economic eviction. Local governments may favor gentrification because of the increased tax base associated with new high-income residents as well as perceived benefits of moving poor people. So in other words, like the OJ said, you know, don't let money change you, almighty dollar, Trump swoops into the neighborhood no matter what form it's in and moves you out. And it comes in a form like it is here in Portland and in most cities, as I've talked to brothers across the country, Sugar Ray, this is the wholesale moving of our people out of our communities that we grew up in and have been in for decades, man. And you know what I'm saying? Built up, you know, had solid communities, and they're moved out to the point where we even had one event here of all places by the Martin Luther King Grade School over here on 7th and Alberta here in Portland, Oregon. And, you know, we had this event called Good in the Hood for years over there. I mean, all the way back to when I moved here from Chicago back in 76, we had these events and stuff where we could come and hang out with the community. They had live bands. They had everything. And this year, the new residents that moved in that were not African Americans basically told us that their Saturday market took precedence over that, so we couldn't have our two-day event like we normally do. So this gentrification thing not only is all the things that I described earlier, but it also hits home in the most basic of ways. What is your initial take on this? Bam, that's heavy, man. Yes, sir. Man, so that's going down right now? I mean, like what I'm saying, say, I mean, there's a lot of it going around in different areas, man, but where I'm at right here, there's a lot of, uh, uh, like you said, gentrification is going on, man, because there's a lot of people been moved out, man. They are moving us all over the place, man, because you'll find out, man, that the blacks are moving, like, more to, more into the, uh, it's like almost like the blacks are getting moved out of the cities. They get swept out. Because in the Central District, the Rainier Valley, uh, uh, um, certain areas like that, they're flooded with a bunch of foreigners right now, man. Right. And the, yeah, and then and then you got you got Capitol Hill, which have mainly uh, it's a it's a gay neighborhood basically, you know, gay and lesbian, and it's like. When it comes to blacks, man, we're getting swept way down south, getting closer and closer. After a while, we're going to be in Tacoma. Wow, man. You know, it's funny. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm I'm, I'm serious. Think about it, man. When I was, okay, when I first came to Seattle, the Rainier Valley, the Central District, the whole entire area, man, was predominantly just, it was just black. It was mostly black people there. Garfield High School was mainly a black high school. Rainier Valley, I mean, Rainier Beach, all that. But right yeah. now, man, it's turning into something else. Now Garfield is a very extremely rich-looking school, but the blacks that were there are not there no more because there's, there's white people there now. Gentrification. Gentrification. And it's changing, man. It's, it's changing, man. It's changing crazy. It's crazy changing 
that you cannot go in Seattle right now and you cannot go in there and find a black neighborhood. Like if you go to Monroe, Louisiana, where I'm from, you have a black neighborhood. But if you go in Seattle, you will not find a black neighborhood. You will find speckles and bits and bits and bits of us in certain different places. I mean, I'm just saying. It's just, but you'll find neighborhoods with them because they're dominant. They're everywhere. But it's constant. Hey, it's a constant thing, man. This is a really long read, but I'm gonna read to you. I'm gonna jump past where I was gonna start at, and I'm gonna drop right over, and I mean right over to what you just said, and confirm what you what you felt right there. It's, it's called. It said the title is gentrifier gentrifier types. Just as critical to the gentrification process as creating favorable environment and availability of gentry or those who will be the first stage gentrifiers, the typical gentrifiers are affluent and have professional level service industry jobs and many involve self-employment. They're willing to make a, a, you take the risk and in a housing market, and often they're single people, young couples without children, right, people that you just talked about, who like to demand a, a, a for good schools. Gentrifiers are likely searching for inexpensive housing to close the workplace and often reside in the inner city. Sometimes educational reasons would do not want to move to make the move to suburbia. In other words, they want the convenience of being able, because of gas prices and everything else, to be able to come and take over our, 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 our inner cities. Typical gentrifiers are women. Gay and lesbian people. Now, 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 on the women's side, it says women's participation in the labor force has risen in the past 50 years, translating into the expansion of women and higher incomes and opportunities to invest. Smith suggested the group, this group, represents a reservoir of potential gentrifiers. The larger percentage of highly educated women who postpone marriage and childbearing also play into this theory, as well as the fact that. The residents in the inner city can give women access to well-paying jobs and networking and sometimes becoming increasingly common. There's also theories that suggest the inner city lifestyle is important for women with children because of the network of support that it provides for child care. This attracts specifically a, a single women with children to the inner city and urban areas, which is why you see everything becoming white and blacks being moved out. And, and they're, they're uh, 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 excuse me, they are often marginal gentrifiers. But the city can offer an easier solution: combined pay for an unpaid labor. In the inner city, the concentration increases efficiency of commodities for working mothers' needs and minimizing constraints between multiple jobs, childcare, and markets. Now, the people that we just uh, talked about, the gay and lesbian people, which is the ones who they keep on trying to come with this new black crap, and they need to cut that out because it's not the same and our struggles are different because, here again, these people come from families who had money or, or, their, or their educational levels are higher than ours, so no, they're not the same as we are. It says here you know, that Manuel... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Says here that Manuel Castell's uh, uh, seminal work about gay men as gentrifiers in San Francisco, California, is the most uh, famous case study of sexuality and gentrification. 
His work shows that many gay men were single and did not raise a family, were young, connected to relatively prosperous service economy, and it's a pattern replicated in North American cities. He said the studies reflected three trends of gay gentrifiers in San Francisco. The primary means of gentrification by gays in the city happened with less affluent gay men bought housing as a collector. In other words, they invested money together and bought these houses so they could charge people and raise their money even more. Then renovated the residents themselves. Less common, but also observed, was the influence of affluent gay professional men as, as gay realtors and interior decorators who made a career out of renovating and decorating housing and selling them for profit. Gentrification of neighborhoods has led to lesbians as well. In Park Slope, New York, which is one of the most obvious examples of where their lesbian communities are correlated with the expression of the women's movement and the attraction of gentrification as sweet equity as well as a strong influence uh, of, of their social network. Then, of course, there's the artists that, you know, do all the, the, the you know, artwork and stuff like that. So basically speaking, if you notice, they jumped right over the, the African Americans and, and the other minorities in the community, and they jumped right in here, and they're plugging these people in, yet they're continuing to try to claim minority status in which they are not true. A lot of them are truly not minorities, and they are actually given an edge based off of the fact that they're able to get in there, have that money, and they come from money. So what they do is it's just like playing Monopoly. You're able to afford that property until people start coming in, putting in houses and putting in hotels and putting in businesses, and then it's time for you to go. Now, there's nothing mentioned here in the gentrification process where you're included as a member of, of the growth process, but you're more or less hung on the outside and hung out to dry to kind of get the scrapes and the scraps that are left over in these communities as they continue to improve on them and move you out. And that is the big problem that we have right now. We're in trouble in terms of this because, like I said before, and a lot of us, man, to be honest with you, we make the mistake in this process by selling our houses for cheap, like in a case where I know a couple of people that sold their houses for like $90,000, right? Oh, yeah. And then they, they, they fix these houses up, you know, put, put you know, gays filled in and whites filled in, and young number professionals moved in while we were moving out, and then they fixed up the houses and resold them for 400000 so what this does is this allows the people that aren't from here to come from, like if, if you look at the license plates that's under cars here, New York, uh, Idaho. This is Oregon now. New York, Idaho, loads of Californians, San Francisco area a lot too. You know, um, you know Texas, all these places where there are heavy populations of these people, they're now moving into Portland, and they're now displacing all of the people that were in here. You go to a popular street up here, Alberta, same street that that school was on that I told you about, and it's like somebody took a big white paintbrush and painted it right through the middle, and all the black people that lived over here and are over there are now no longer in those areas. Now, back in the days when, when blacks were begging for loans and begging for expansion and begging for the opportunity to have businesses, of course, the city pretended like there was no no money available. They pretended as if, you know, that uh, for whatever reason, we were asking them to move out of their house and for us to move in. 
It's the same thing that happens up there in the Central District in Seattle. It happens, at, you know, it's now happening over in Oakland, which is why the, the mayor is, is forcing gay studies on black communities down in, in, in Oakland. And for the main reason that all this stuff is going on, and even their influence all the way up to the White House, is for this reason. There's this, this, this theory, and all it is is a theory. And see, we've got to understand something here. I thought that maybe this started 20, 30 years ago. No, what they did was they went into the history books, and they studied, you know, old Roman theories. You go way, way, way back into the old Roman times and old Roman days, and that's where this gentrification process started at. You go as far back, I believe, as it's like 600 A.D., and this whole uh, uh, gentrification process started, and that's how they got this thing rolling. And so this is the thing that we're kind of stuck with today. And like you said, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pushover, man, to, to, be able to basically come in, steamroll us out, replace it with people that are supposed to be affluent, not necessarily more morally correct, but just affluent because they've got money in their pockets, and they're basically pushing us out of our neighborhoods, and it's happening all over America. Mm. So... You know, it's you know that's that's real, man. Because you know what, um, we 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 do that a lot, man. We sell up our, our our stuff, and they they buy us out real quickly, man. And that happens a lot, man. I see that happen a lot, and it goes on down south a lot because it's just a, a, a situation that nonstop. And the thing about it, man, is that we don't seem to understand that this is going on. And um, but they but at the same time I I I, I understand why we are selling this stuff because our people don't have money so the first opportunity to make money we take it you know what I'm saying and right. that's and that's and that's that's the cold thing about it but see the thing about it man is that they looking over us man see everything this is what pissing me off about a lot of people in high power positions and as far as blacks. Don't nobody want to talk black. Don't nobody want to talk black, black. They want to talk about minority. They want to talk about everything else in the world, but nobody wants to talk black. Nobody wants to come across talking about things like this, like this we just talked about. You know, this issue like this. They don't want to do that. You know, it's it's crazy, man. It's retarded, man. And I think about that all the time, man. Like, why, why, why we don't think about these issues? I watch television. They got a show called called uh, Orange Is the New Black. Right. You know they got they got that show out. You know they got they man. <laughs> when it comes down to it, man, gay folks got more rights than black folks now. Everybody got because, more rights than black folks because because it's a white movement. It's yep, a white, it's a white movement. movement. And and you know what's so what funny about it? We 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 so silly that we go along with it to the point where a lot of guys that are black that turn gay, they speak more about gay rights than they talk about black rights. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm serious, you know man. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. And the thing about it, man, we don't even, don't even consider ourselves a priority no more. So they come in, they sweep us out, they lock us up, they shoot us up, they beat us up, and what we what's going on with us? We just basically amongst each other fighting, 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 and, and going off and disrespecting each other on a regular basis. 
and you got this movement going on where they're moving us out of our neighborhoods and sweeping us on down the street. And everybody want to talk about the hood, and everybody want to talk about the black community and all that kind of stuff. Well, show me the black community, because every community, every <laughs> get-together where it's blacks, there's always uh, 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 Arab or Asian or somebody in there selling something uh, that belonged to us and was so cold about it, they... They don't even they don't they don't even seem to like even give a damn what we need. They just want to sell something and move on. Do you, do you know what do you know what offends me the most about this right. this, this right. bullshit that they come with? This orange is the new black thing. It wasn't those a long time ago, way back in the, during the during the seventies, <clears throat> late seventies before he passed away. Elijah Muhammad used to tell us in Chicago not to watch television. And to, and to limit your, your, your TV watching actually to about an hour a day. And it's because of bullshit like this, Orange is the New Black Shit, where it's a, a yuck, yuck, yuck comedy, and of course centered around a little white girl who's in prison with a bunch of sisters. And we're, and we're, we're so silly. <clears throat> we're so quick to watch the latest program these people bring on TV and watch that we don't see what ends up happening is that we have a process where Here's a bunch of black women in, in jail, and they act like they're happy to be in fucking jail. Okay, they act like they're happy to be in fucking jail, and 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 uh, the incarceration of, of African Americans in America is so staggering and so phenomenal that to sit and actually spend whatever amount of time you are in front of this fucking idiot box. I got a 92 inch TV. And I never watched any of that silly ass bullshit. I watch replays of sports or watch some kind of educational programs or some, you know, what I'm saying something that that that's uh, basically Saturday. They got this new product that you can use for thirty five dollars with YouTube, where you plug it into your computer and you can watch movies off of YouTube on your television. So it's called, uh, I believe it's called, um, you know, it's like something from Comcast where it's. Uh, um, a video casting kind of little uh, plug-in for your computer, like like any other jump drive or whatever. And so I spend my time watching maybe some uh, you know rap videos or watching you know some kind of ethnic stuff. But I refuse to spend one minute. I don't even know what the show is about, but to, but I've seen previews. And when I can well, see a know. bunch of black black women so happy to yeah. be around this little white girl in jail. And they're in jail, and knowing what the incarceration level is, and you got these jackasses saying stupid shit like, "This is the new black, that's the new black," and now this orange is the new black. I refuse to insult myself by sitting there watching some silly bullshit when I know what the incarceration numbers are for African Americans in America. To me, it's, it's insidious to do that and ridiculous. Yeah, you know what's so cold about it? Also, now, Flossy Man is this man is. Is that I was at work and I was sitting there talking to some staff members, and one of the staff members, a cop, and he asked me, he asked us, have we ever watched this show called Orange is the New Black? And I just looked at him, and he, he said, Yeah, it's a new show. And my thing, my first thought was, is like, Man, what is going on? And he told me what it was about. And then I started thinking about the other thing called Blackish with Anthony Anderson. That's another show. Right. See, these are, the, all these things that goes on, man, 
very disrespectful. And every time you see a, a, a black man on television, he's uh, he's either one of two things. He's either uh, um, funny, that's number one, or either right. he's or either he's second fiddle to some other white dude. Uh, he may be either uh, dramatic, but there's never a hero. We don't never get those situations of, you know, saving the day. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we get it's all sports related. Denzel did some some brilliant shows, but the thing about it, you know, for him to get his Oscar, his highly <laughs> one, he had to be a gangster. You know, he had to be that for everything right. else he did. He hit the best one he get. But what I'm saying is, though, is that is that um, all that on TV and everything going on is a disrespectful thing to us. So when it comes down, everything else is disrespectful too. Sports, there's a disrespectful thing in sports. We're second fiddle to that. There's always somebody else making big money off us, you know, and then they'll make a movie starring one of them. They got a show coming out right now. I remember the five, remember the four heartbeats, temptations, and all the guys. Well, they got one now about four guys, four white guys that are singing back in the fifties. That's very fair, famous, and I can't even remember who the hell is that. But what I'm saying is, though, is all those, all those, show, all those shows and everything like that, man, actually has plays a role in real life because what goes on is a certain level of disrespect to the point where they don't have respect for us. They feel like they could do this, they could kick us, and they could shoot us, talk shit about us, and oh, well, they'll be fine. They'll just walk down the street and hold hands, or they'll just sing this and that. Oh, better yeah, if you want forgiveness, just go to their church. And you go to their church, you'll be fine. So they, they'll, they'll kick over our neighborhoods, they disrespect us, move us out of the neighborhoods, take, they just do us dirty. But we got so many coons out here that just content and happy. With the way things are. Well, I tell you, it's, it's it's sick, man. I'm sitting here reading this this Oregon etymology or history of how this word comes about. And like I was saying before, it said this identification is the multifaceted phenomenon. Phenomenon. That's the adequate word for it, I guess, depending on what side of that you're standing on. <clears throat> that can be defined in different ways. Says historians to, uh, say that they took place in ancient Rome and Roman Britain, where large villas were replaced, replacing small shops in the third century A.D. So it was actually 300, uh, the year 300 after the, de- the death of Jesus. It said the word gentrification derives from gentry, which comes from the old French uh, gentrize or gentle birth. Nothing gentle about this crap. 14th century and the people of gentle birth, 16th century. said, in England, landed gentry denoted the social classes consisting of gentlemen, right? But yet they ripped through Africa and raped and robbed all of the resources out of Africa and, and renamed everything after themselves, right? Mm-hmm. said, an early reference of the word gentrification can be found in the memoirs, proceedings of Manchester Literary and Philosophy Society, all fuckery, you know what I'm saying, written in, in, in 1888. It said, and the British sociologist, Ruth Glass, coined the 
term gentrification in 1964 to describe the influx, right, of the middle class people displacing lower class worker residents in urban areas. Her example, of course, was London and all the other blah, blah, blah. They got to go along with that. So, you know, no matter, you know, you can, you can put lipstick on a pig, okay, but that don't make it Miss America, okay? You can put lipstick right. on a pig, but it's not Miss America. So when you sit up here and you see how this thing is done over and over and over again, it just, it just, it just blows your mind. It says that one of the causes is that there are several approaches that attempt to explain the words and the reasons behind the spread of the word gentrification, right? And then they say that it's demographic, uh, ecological, social, sociocultural, and political, economical, which the last one is probably the worst one. Said the mm-hmm. first theory, the demographic, ecological, explains gentrification through the analysis of demographics, population, social, organization, environment, and technology. This theory frequently refers to the growing number of people between the ages of 25 and 35 in the 70s or the baby boom generation because of the number of people that sought increased housing. The supply cannot be kept up with the demand for the cities, and they were recycled, such as the demands in London. And then I'm going to skip down here because a lot of this stuff is just, is just, is just hogwash. But then it, it skips and it says, it says that these households were typically composed of young children, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, affluent couples with children, and because these couples were child-free, they were not concerned with conditions such as schools and, and playgrounds. They lived in the inner city in close proximity to their jobs, which is the same thing they're doing now. They're tired of living out in the burbs and paying high gas prices to come here, so they do this influx of, of, of uh, you know, proximity to work stuff. The more affluent that they are, the more white-collar jobs, the more they are likely to be invaded. The relationship between the administrative activity and the invasion is positively correlated. I'm going to break away from that one before I go into the second one. I'm just going to say there is a reason why I believe that they have these mayor's meetings where they get all the mayors in these different big cities and they put them together and they do the governors the same way. And they do this shit for the sole purpose of coming up with these wonderful ideas to reorganize and reconfigurate and redo stuff because this whole gentrification slash move, gay movement and all this other stuff that's going on all at the same time with supposedly intelligent influence and all this nonsense, and I don't know how you can be on that other level and be considered intelligent, but that's neither here nor there. Sticking with the, with the subject, you know, they, they, they get together and they made these things happen, man, with these governors and mayors meetings. And that's how this stuff is able to go nationwide so quickly. We're thinking, okay, well, geez, you know, the idea may have been nested 300 years after A.D. or three years after the death of Christ, but they, 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 history repeats itself all the time, and the same mistakes are made all the time, and that's why they do this. So the second theory proposed by London and Palin is based upon the social, cultural explanation of gentrification. And it says that the theory argues that the values and sentiments and ideas and beliefs and choices should be used to explain to predict human behavior, not demographics in this case. This is part two of the gentrification ruling, okay, or structural units of analysis. These analysis focus on the changing 
of the attitudes, the lifestyles, the values of the middle and upper class, right, and they're becoming more pro-urban than before, opting not to live out in the suburbs and rural areas anymore. Okay? They don't want to live out there no more. They want to come back inside here. It says here, and it also says that, you know, you know, these are the first people to invade the cities as urban pioneers. These urban pioneers demonstrated that the inner city was appropriate and viable place to live in. In other words, it's, you know what I'm saying? It says resulting in what is called the inner city, uh, uh, it's, you know, it, it being chic. So it says the opposing side of this argument is that the dominant or recurring American values determine the people this, where the people decide to live, not changing the, the uh, values was, was uh that was previously cited. And third, and, and last before we go to break, the third is the theoretical explanation of the gentrification thing, and here's where we come in. It says the political economical is divided into two approaches, traditional and Marxist. The traditional approach argues that the economic political factors have led to the invasion of the inner city, hence the political economical. The changing of the political and legal climate of the 50s and 60s, uh, in parentheses, new civil rights legislation and anti-discrimination laws and housing and employment and desegregation had an unanticipated role in the gentrification of neighborhoods. A decrease in in the prejudice led to more blacks moving to the suburbs, right, and whites no longer rejected the idea of moving to the cities because just like here in Portland, all the blacks have been pushed out into the suburbs and the outer areas, and all the white people have been bought back in. So what used to be cheap property after you pass go on Monopoly is now the prime property, and the stuff that's over on the other side of the board, right by the way, by where you go to jail and don't collect no money and come back around that way again before you go across the, the railroad tracks and the community property, the whites have moved, you know, moved us out there while they're moving into next to Boardwalk, which is downtown, mm-hmm. and the purple property, if you're familiar with Monopoly, which is Baltic and Mediterranean Avenue, which used to be the cheapest. That's now the hotel and upper district, so to speak, just to orientate people how this is working. The decreasing availability of some... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say And I'll finish this portion with saying... A decreased prejudice led to more blacks moving to the suburbs and, more, and whites no longer having, the, uh, having the, rejected the idea of moving to the city. It said the decreasing availability of suburban land and the inflation of suburban housing also inspired the invasions to the cities. In the Marxist approach, it denies the notion that the political, economical influence of gentrification are uh, invisible but are intentional. This theory claims that the most powerful interests of the groups follow a policy of neglecting the inner city at such time when they become aware of the policy changes could yield tremendous profits. In other words, instead of being afraid of what's going on, they can take the property that's ran down and use the fact that it's been run down and, and it's not useful and then flip it around and say, okay, well, now we're going to say that this is how this thing works and we're now going to you know, make this thing better. Now, the community network approach, right, because like I said, they said it's five parts of this bad boy. The community uh, uh, network approach is that the fourth proposed by London and Palin is that the views of the community is an interactive social group. These two perspectives are noted, and the community lost and community saved. 
in community laws, the perspective argues that the role of the neighborhood is becoming more limited due to technological advances in transportation and communication. This means that on a small scale, the local community is being replaced with a larger scale. In political and social organizations, Greer, 1962, the opposing side, the community saved, argues that the community activity increases neighborhoods are gentrified because these neighborhoods have been revitalized, okay? The fifth and final approach in the social movement says that this theoretical approach is focused on the analysis and the ideology or ideology based upon movements, usually in terms of leader-follow relationships. Those support that support gentrification are encouraged by leaders of, of, of uh, successful urban pioneers, political economic elites like the mayor and, and the city, cities of uh, departments of these cities, land developers, land, lending institutions, banks, and federal government in some instances to revive the inner city. Those who are opposed to this are the ones who currently reside in the deteriorated areas, and they develop counter-movements, again, to gain power and to defend themselves against the movements of the elite. And, of course, these counter-moves can be unsuccessful because of the money aspect. So we can see through that full breakdown right there how the process is, how they think about attacking the situation, and why they consider themselves, uh, you know what I'm saying, being productive citizens by coming in and saving our neighborhoods while at the same time you're pushing us out at an alarming rate, which is ridiculous. We have a caller, and then we're going to have a call, and then we're going to go to break. But uh, uh, Robin, welcome to the building. Robin of uh, North uh, Greenville, North Carolina. How are you this evening? I'm good. Y'all started without me. Y'all are so rude. Well, Robin, we waited. We waited, Robin. We ready. We held our breath, but we can't hold it too long because if we do, we'll explode. I know that's right. I'm sorry. I got a note. I got a note. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is some serious stuff we're talking about tonight. I'm um, just going to listen in and, and uh, chime in a little bit later. Okay. Well, yeah. what we're gonna do real, welcome to the show. What we're going to do Thank real you. quick because this is this is this is quite a a bit of stuff to 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 take in all in one bite, but it's also important for us to know and, and listen to because there's a lot of stuff that's going on in our communities, and a lot of us get moved out so frequently, yeah. and we don't know yeah. how it came. We don't know, you know, what the program is, and you know, here again, based on 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 the you know, knowledge is power theory, we have to go in and we have to study this stuff sometimes and we have to dissect it. To me, the most yeah. ingredious thing that you can do is to use economics as an excuse to uh, promote, you know, <laughs> uh, a racist agenda and moving us out of our communities. And Big Mama and Big Daddy's house is, is in the balance. And you're using, you're not only just, you're, you're, instead of, you can't show overt racism anymore, but these mayors and these governors get together at these meetings that they have, what they call annual meetings, and they get the top 50 mayors from these big yeah. cities, and they are big to small, and they get the uh, governors in the 50 states, and they're almost sometimes even in the same state. They all get together in one room, and they make these clever decisions to use gentrification and other means to break down our communities to push us out and benefit from the, from what's going on. So the stuff that I basically have been reading over so far has been the the reason why a lot of this stuff happens. And like I said, we broke down the 
the types of gentrifications, the, the definitions, the causes. And when we come back, we're going to talk the effects, the control, and the support and criticism of these policies. You know, 646-595-3402. This is Black Love. We're talking gentrification. Cities are saying black and poor, get out. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we're at. We'll be right back. And this song is perfect for what's going down.
shedding tears, reminiscing on my past years. Cause shit was hectic on me last year. It appears that I've been marked for death. My heart was wrecked. The underlying cause of my arrest. My life is stressed and no rest forever weary. My eyes stay teary for all the brothers that I buried in the cemetery. Shit is scary. I'm black on black crime legendary. But at times unnecessary. Tears drops and closed caskets The three strikes large drastic And certain death for a ghetto bastard What can we do when we're arrested? But open fire Life in the pen ain't for me Cause I'd rather die But don't cry through your despair I wonder if the Lord still cares For a sicker's own welfare And he cares if we survive The only time he notice a nigga Is when he's clutching on the profile My neighborhood ain't the same Cause all the little babies going crazy Or they suffering in the game And I swear it's like a trap but I ain't giving up on the hood, it's all good when I go back. Oh, show me love, niggas give me props. Forever hot, cause it don't stop on my block. Oh, my block. That shit is constantly hot on my block, it never fails to be gunshot. Can't explain the mother's pain when a sun drops. Black males living in hell when will we prevail? Fear in jail, but crack sales got me living well. In a sense, I'm suicidal with the thug life. Staying strapped forever trapped in this drug life. God help me, cause I'm starving, can't get a job. So I resort to violent robins, my life is hard. Can't sleep, cause all the dirt make my heart hurt. Put in work and shed tears for my dead kids. Misled from childhood where I went straight. To this day, I still pray for a better way. Can't help but feel hopeless and heartbroken. From the start, I felt the racism cause I'm dark. Cookie quick, the bullshit make me represent. Hit the bar and play the star everywhere I went. In my heart, I felt alone out here on my own. I close my eyes and picture home on my block. And I cannot but wonder why so many young kids had to die. Caught straight from AKs in the drive-by. Swollen pride and homicide don't coincide. Brothers cry for broken lives, mama come inside. Cause our block is filled with danger. Used to be a close-knit community, but now it all goes strange. This time changes us to stone, some crack pipes. All up and down the block exterminating black life. But I can't blame the dealer. My mama's welfare check is for the next man grown wheels. Shit's real, I know you feel my tragedy. A single mother with a problem child, daddy free. Hanging out, picking up games, sipping cheap liquor. Gaming no she's open, I can get to sleep with her. It's a man's work. Staying strapped, fantasies of a nigga living fat. But hell back, pipe dreams can make the night seem hopeless. Wide eyed and losing focus on my block.
pain And what's strange is everybody know my name Swear they all know me And lots of cash make a nigga change I hit the green just the main thing Feeling pain for all the niggas that I lost to the gang From my block Hypocrites. 
Now, some some of the effects of this stuff, you know, as, as, as it states here, as the rent gap theory would predict, one of the most visible changes of the gentrification process brings into is the infrastructure of the neighborhood. Typically, areas yeah. to be gentrified are deteriorated, old, you know, though structurally sound, often have some obscure, you know, amenities such as historic significance that attracts potential gentrifiers. In other words, they tell you how your stuff is ran down. It's garbage and the whole community screwed up, but the big Victorian houses that mom and daddy made, you know, post-World War II, some of the advances that they made in getting these properties, you want to get into them, but you try to tell us that they're not worth anything. Gentry is to to restore these houses, mostly for single-family homes. Another one is loft conversion, which, which rehabilitates Mixed-use areas, and, and it's often abandoned, run-down buildings and apartment stuff. So basically, yeah. what you do is it's a smart process. You rebuild and you reconfigure. You just don't include us in it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. We want we want to we want to be part of the of the solution. The same you're not part of the yeah. solution, you're part of the problem. Allow us to be part of that. I'm gonna give some positives and negatives, and then we're gonna jump back in here and talk to each other. Then there's positives and negatives to the effects of this thing. The positive is that a higher incentive for property owners to increase and improve housing. The negative uh-huh. is the displacement through rent increases. The reduction in crime is a positive, but the secondary psychological cost of displacement, the stabilization of declining areas, but the community resentment and conflict, the increasing of the property values, but the loss of affordable housing, the increase yeah. in consumer uh, purchasing power and local businesses, but the unsustainable speculative property price increases, the reduced vacancy rates, homelessness, See? Yeah. The, the increased local fiscal revenues, the greater take of, uh, of this is positives and negatives. The greater take on the local spending through lobby, uh, you know, our, our articulation. The encourage the positive, the encouragement of increased viability of further development. Downside, the commercial industrial displacement. It, 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 do we have a theme here in which the displacement is, is, is the bigger theory? Reduce the positive, reduce strain on local infrastructure services. The increased cost of to local services. The reduction in suburban sprawl, positive. This uh, uh, negative. Displacement and housing demand pressures in surrounding poor areas. The increased social mix. The loss of social diversity from socially uh, 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 desperate to rich ghettos. The rehabilitation of pro- of property, both with and without state sponsorship, positive. Under occupancy and population, the loss of gentrified areas. So we got positives and negatives, but the theme seems to be the displacement of, of, of people, the displacement of the poor and working class people from spaces and places in which they have legitimate social historical claims. And that's the whole, this is what we, I was just saying, the whole historical thing of us being in an area you know, recognizing where we're from, uh, basically the same way we were displaced when we were brought over here, which is the reason why we don't know where from Africa we come from. They don't say if you don't like it, we'll go back to Africa. Well, if we knew where we were from, we'd have probably said adios a long time ago. And, and it says here, in one of the most studied negative aspects of gentrification yet it is, is this displacement, yet the nature has provided the researchers with how many prohibitive barriers to obtain accurate and reliable data, much focused on the gentrifiers than those who are displaced in the process. In other words, they talk about the positives, but they negate to tell you about the negative end. And finally, 
or generally is agreed upon. However, those who are displaced are primarily minority, elderly, transient groups, and those who nearly are always driven out of areas where this process occurs. Studies have shown that there seems to be two ways of displacing these people. In the early stages, renters are largely driven out because of the changing incentives of landlords. When raising the interest in a particular neighborhood, they have no motive to retain the current residents over the new and the more affluent rent seekers. As the process continues, the owners of the single residential units are, are straining with the surge of, of, of property values that translates into tax assessments. So what I'll read through the rest of that, basically you're priced out. They can't beat you out. They can't burn you out. They can't, you know, burn you on the cross. I mean, they can, but that's more of a selective holiday feature for them. But they do figure out a way to, to, to get you out by other means, and the underhanded way to do it is to use local governments to push you out of your areas. So this yeah. is this is pretty much the crux of what we're talking about tonight and why this thing is so important for, for us to hear and, and, and talk about. Why don't you guys give me some of your, your, your uh, unstrained uh, uh, thoughts on this stuff? Tell me what you think. Robin, go ahead. You, tell, me, tell me what you think about some of this stuff. Well, I think it's all a big mess. And and all that's going on, you know, uh, I keep hearing it said, you know, uh, we we need to do something. You know, we need to take control. We need to do it, right? And I come I come with, with resolution and and all the information and the facts that you're given about the, the status of the housing and all of that, um, you know, there's knowledge out there and there's ways to accomplish things uh, by the coming together, when people come together and they work together, uh, uh, they come on one accord, you can come up with ideals and solutions. And, and mm-hmm. so there are people that, that uh, can, let me just put it like this. I um I I come from a homeless back background and so everything about that is is counted zero. And and I overcame that from from that to where I'm at right now. And 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 um you I learned that you can create opportunities and it starts with your own self. Now, I'm um Developing this homeless network, right? I told you about that. Right. And in looking in looking at that, you know, I thought when I thought about it was I wanted to take the less out of the home and make it we're just homies. We're uh, because the homeless people, the poor, the disadvantaged, the elderly, okay, uh, uh, they work, they pay taxes, they're consumers. They're a, a demographic, a large demographic, and uh, that's uncounted, and they're voters. So they're also a constituency. And when I was researching about how, how would I, what, what would be the things that they need, well, they're, they're just like us. We need, everybody needs a place to lay down. Everybody needs clothes to put on and, and, and a place to keep clean. And, and in that, it doesn't matter whether you're homeless or not, you know. And so in that, I, 
I happened to meet uh, a, a very wonderful woman. She was the very first black mayor in the United States, okay, uh, uh, the mayor of Taft, Oklahoma. And and there she, she told me that their city is sitting wide open with no commerce. They brought in a prison, right? They've driven out the people, right? And they don't even have an interest in building new homes. They're just putting in prison institutions. And so wow. everybody has to go 10 miles to go grocery shopping, to the post office, all of that. Okay? And they did it just like you said. Now, um, 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 the, she is sitting there welcoming opportunity uh, to bring life into that business and revenue. And so... This is an opportunity that when we're all sitting here talking about, we're all we're all bringing out the facts and what is there. There here's an option, you know. We know we know what it is, and of course we need to put out that awareness because a lot of people, a lot of people, they ain't got a clue. They ain't got a clue. We're running around thinking that everything is all right, and it's not. You better pay attention to this information that's being given, being given out tonight. You know, and people need to look up and see that they are being stripped of their land and their rights and everything, having to remember from the start that we are not citizens, okay? The United States is a, is a corporation of England, okay? Right. So don't anybody get it twisted, even though we vote and we think and we whatever, all like that, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it ain't what it is, but... But there's opportunity, and you're right. We do have to get up and do it. We have to do it ourselves, okay? So so watch this. What we're going to do, I, I don't know. I know that next month I'm going to be getting up and going down to Taft, Oklahoma, and I'm going to be meeting with this woman. And uh, and, and guess what? If you all want to come too or if you all want to be a part of this, <laughs> uh, uh uh, uh, now this woman, she uh, uh, she's 72 years old. Okay, she's been the mayor for a long time. She lost the seat for a while and 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 got it back, and she's now running for a uh, city council. Mhm. Mm. Yeah. That's and, uh, and so and so and then also, uh, Flossie, I've been telling you about the uh, 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 we're launching the record label. And then you know all the uh, the individual work and stuff that I that I want uh, that I'm looking for, you know, right. for uh, for the productions and stuff. And so, really, um, we have the platform and we have the means. Uh, uh, oh, and guess what, you guys? Guess what I just learned today? <laughs> you know how I how I learn? You know how I'm the streaming queen, right? Now, right. I, I I've got I, I've got I've got a free. Uh, uh, a server that I run the radio station off of. Well, through the place where I get that from, they they just put out uh, released a new feature, and you can get video, and they offer it in a TV station format. <laughs> okay. 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 And so we've got music production, we have music distribution, we have music promotion management. Let me see what else we got. We've got the radio stations uh, to play it on. We've got the network. We've got the fan base, and 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 between between all of us sitting right here listening right now, 
we can do what we want, and we ain't got to worry about no industry because the industry is just that. But um, if you, if y'all, and I believe I'm amongst fellow music lovers, if not, y'all need to say something because I need to hang up the phone right now. Well, you know okay, what? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I'm gonna tell you right now, Robert. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a okay. big time music lover. Since you, when you said yeah. Lenny Wilkins the other day, I was I know, tripping uh, off. I love you, baby. Yeah, see, music. <laughs> music is an art. You see, music is an art. Now, the industry, the industry is whatever it is. It's evil. It's an abomination. It's a monstrosity. It is what it is. We all know what it is. Can we say Illuminati? Yeah, I said it. Uh huh. And see, guess what? If y'all stick around, and if you pick up what I'm putting down, uh, and, and ask Flossie, and y'all, she, we just do the do the darn thing. And and um, with the way that um, um, I have an open platform, all we have to do is just utilize it, just bring our skills and our assets. And in that, we don't have to worry about the money because er, er, every everything's just going to fall into place just like that. See, that's what happens. When y'all get on one accord, see that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm about to start preaching up in here. Oh Lord, have mercy! Don't let me start preaching. I mean, don't let me start praising. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm feeling. I'm feeling something right here, but uh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> it's not wrong with I'm, that. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting excited, but um, uh, 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 I just. I, I don't know what to say right now. I'm just, like, starting to get o- overwhelmed because there's a lot happening and there is a lot going on, but we really we really can get together and, 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 and do things. We have our skill sets and our assets. And in that, uh, uh, the, the money's already there. You don't even have to worry about the money. And so we just sit up, we just sit up right now in the last however many few minutes I've been talking and we just we just laid out a, a, a multi-billion-dollar whatever without the exchange or discussion of money. All we got to do is put our heads together. What you do is you brainstorm, mm-hmm. you brainstorm, and then you um, you mastermind. You brainstorm, then you mastermind it, then you execute, just like that. Uh huh. Yeah. You got to talk to you, Sugar Ray, or, you know, offline and stuff. Because this, this sister has a lot of knowledge on a lot of things, and she is definitely an asset, you know, to what we're trying to do and what you're trying to construct things the way you're doing it. I mean, she mm-hmm. can get you uh, booked in and plugged into a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, if you're a communications career from the military, you know, very right. astute. Uh, a student of the game on getting it done, but you know, our, when, it, when it, the title "Getting It Done," her picture is right next to it. And she gets she gets uh, the job done, real. But we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna have to possibly exchange numbers and uh, net, do some networking because I got some things in the work also that I'm. I've okay. Been work, I've been working on some things and. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we we most definitely yeah. share some information. Yeah, um, one thing that I specialize in is I specialize in helping people expand. <laughs> I am a, I'm a perfect producer. Actually, that's what I, all I am. I'm just a producer. That's all. Actually, no, I'm not even that. Really, I don't do much. I just I do two things. I point and I click. 
Wow. <laughs> she gets it done, Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah, man. Man, me and, the, me and the computer ain't nothing nice, but yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just do this. Well, we, we we have to do it. We have to do it on this grassroots level because, like I said, with this yeah. stuff going on that, that's, that's going on in the world and in our communities and stuff, we have to, like Pop said, you know, we have to plot, plan, strategize, and and be ready to make yeah. moves when it's time to make moves because... Because I'm be, telling be, you, we're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. Oh, we're doomed. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, see? See? That's why I'm running. I'm running while I'm talking to y'all. I'm heading for the woods, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm... I'm gonna go over here and snap somebody's. I'm, I'm gonna snap somebody's solar panel off of their roof, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go run with that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Say that on this on the you know, air. You know what? You know what? Hey, what? Hey. I can't say what solar panel. Flossy, let me ask you a question, man. I, I got a, I got a, I got a special music request, and it's 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 just what we just talking about. I want you to play this track. If you can look it up. Okay. It's by a good old it's by a good old friend of mine. I'm quite sure Robin will love it. I damn know you'll love it, Flossy. Yeah. It's by my it's, it's by my man George Clinton. It's Parliament. One nation. Oh no, you don't. Oh no, you did not. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I'm gonna sing it note for note too. Yeah. Let's 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 go. Let's go. Because oh, hurry, up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. We're going to do that because, I mean, <laughs> hey, man, you know. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Hey, what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to a commercial break. I'm going to I'm I'm play, play the two songs that were scheduled, and by the time that third one comes around, you'll have the track that you just asked for and it'll be played and then we'll come back and, and, and finish the show up. So let me let me let me go ahead and, and, and Oh man, and I'm gonna change the radio audience. channel. I, somebody else is playing and I know I'm gonna change over to I'm gonna play one of Norris's favorites and, and he already knows what it is because he, he is Mr B D P. It's called Why Is That? We gonna hit that. We gonna we gonna we gonna hit that one. We gonna hit Scarface on the my block. His version of my block to to, to co- coagulate with our two parts. Then we're gonna hit that one nation under groove, and we are gonna come back. Finish this bad boy up. It's black love, gentrification, city saying black and poor. Get out. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. We'll be back after these grooves. Y'all don't hang up now. Here we go. I'm having a good time. Which is a 
Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons, for real, and these were the children of Israel. According to Genesis chapter 10, Egyptians descended from Ham. 600 years later, my brother read up. Moses was born in Egypt. In this era, black Egyptians weren't right. They enslaved black Israelites. Moses had to be of the black race because he spent 40 years in Pharaoh's place. He passed as the Pharaoh's grandson, so he had to look just like them. Yes, my brother thinks this is wrong, so correct the wrong. Information we get today is just whack, but ask yourself, why is that? Back into the hot. 
Wake up on the gotcha going right back at it. On my block, when you dap up, they laugh at it. On my block, it's just another day in the heart of the south side of Houston, Texas, making your mark. On my block, with you and all the time playing dominoes. Keep the swishing sweet die till my mama goes back inside. Then we can fly.
in my leg, and I'm ready to spread. Oh, oh man, no, you didn't. You know what? You know The cat, none but the dog, give me. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all going to make me do a P Funk show. Matter of fact, we may have to do a P Funk show. We you have to, baby, because I'm going to tell you what. Oh, man. Right you know hey, man, listen. I, I, yeah, was raised, I was raised on the funk, man. I was raised on that George Clinton, Pierre Boosie Collins, all that. The part, the bride, yeah. the side, the Paulette, all that, man. Yeah, I mean, Larry Graham. Larry oh, Graham, the Grand Central Station, now that was funk. Yes, hey, indeed. What, what are you recording? How else can you capture a booty if you don't if you don't from the back? back. <laughs> <laughs> to the real, to the real march. March. <laughs> <laughs> My name is the one. Some mm-hmm. people call me the funk. Psycho Alpha Disco Beta Bio Aqua Judo. Oh, I love you, Ben. Lakeside, his son, 
DJ Rockefeller, he up, he lives up in Seattle, man. And we said we said that talked about it for a long time. We talked about Lakeside, man. That fantastic yeah. forage and all that good old stuff. He was tripping yeah. on me. I was like, Yeah, man, I know it all, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was a hometown, man. Lakeside of Chicago. That's why. That's mm-hmm. why they Lakeside, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all that stuff. Something about. Were you born? Moment. Were you born and raised in, in Seattle? No, I was born and raised in Monroe, Louisiana. I was born in uh, I was born in, in Michigan, and I was raised uh, in Louisiana. And I reside okay. right now in Washington State. But check this out. Yeah, yeah y'all, can y'all tell me who did this track here? Get the funk out my face. Get the funk out my the face. The brother Johnson. Yeah, get the funk. If you don't you like, don't like my, my music, y'all don't have that music. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Because we are keeping the live vibes live, we are simulcasting in front of God and everybody on Vibes Live right now. Oh man, there it is, there it is, loving it, loving it, loving yes. it. You know, and it, and I have to tell you, it rebroadcast. Uh, 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 I rebroadcasted every day too in the afternoon. Mhm. I'm loving that. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. I saw that. Real smart. I hope you don't mind. Turn over to the page, and bam, there it was. We were we were just talking away. That, that's all that. Well, you know what? We <laughs> we pretty much covered all the crux of this gentrification thing. You know what I'm saying? We know we know what it is. We know what it's at. It's an unfortunate circumstance that that it goes down like that. You know, and and yeah. the fact that things you know, is out there, and you know, on one hand, you know, it's it's about development. And there's nothing wrong with development, development, and and and, and you know erasing the bars as far as getting the neighborhood uh-huh. together. And 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 the, and the area we have up here looks very very nice. My whole thing is is that you know we're not in in Black Portland or White Portland. We're in Portland, Oregon. You're in C- in Seattle, Washington. She's in you know Greenville, North Carolina. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's the full community. And all we want to do, and I've always wanted to do, is be part of it. 
not 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 all of us. Not all of us are, you know what I'm saying, on 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 banging and doing all that stuff. Not all of us are, you know, into you know the a whole lot of drugs and alcohol and stuff. We just want to be part right. of the process. And you don't have to price us out of it because of old prejudices and stuff. But at the same time, when you sit here and you do, and you do that, you do this crazy stuff, like yeah. uh, you know, putting us out of out of the situation. All you're doing, whether you realize it or not, is you are you are breeding a lot of people that whether they're in put, be put in a penal, a penal, uh, penal situation or not, you're creating yeah. the wrong type of, of folks that will come back and, and tear down what you've built up. You don't, you don't want to yeah. create anarchy. You don't want to make it. You, we saw what happened with the, with the 1% movement, where people just rebelled against the tax system, rebelled against the rich, rebelled against, you know, um, you know the Romney campaign and all this stuff. We don't want that, that to be the, the, the final analysis of how things go down. But you've got to keep in yeah. mind, this country was built on revolution, and if you don't want that type of revolt, you have to start being more inclusionary on bringing everyone else in. And rather, and rather yeah. than, that, you know, we're only as strong as our weakest chain. And rather than push people aside and deprecate on people, you really need to learn how to be more inclusionary so that everybody feels that they're part of something. That's why you end up with, with you know, uh, violence, whether it's gang violence or, or, or clan violence or race violence or or other stuff is because people feel that they're not included in the society's uh, situations and the disposition that they're put in is not what they really want to be in. So rather than allowing, you know, people to fall so far sideways that they forget about the positive stuff, try to be more inclusionary when you're making these decisions. When you're in these mayor's meetings and when you're in these governor's meetings and stuff, remember that, that some of the same people that you're running away because of them being uh, living challenge, a.k.a. homeless, they fought your wars. They fought in Vietnam. They fought in Korea. You know, they, 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 they protected your country. So not so when you lump everybody into the same thing, the same people. And remember, these people all have families and children, too. And no one's family, no one's children, just because of economic circumstance and situation, um, means that they're any less human or any less viable than the next. We're only as strong as our weakest chain. And remember that one day you have to leave here and you have to go in front of God. And it says right in the, in the good book that you follow that the meek shall inherit the earth, and that's the truth. That is the truth. You know, so be more inclusionary in this stuff. So that, that'll that'll conclude our, our session on the gentrification. Now back to this P-Funk. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to have to do a P-Funk show, and I think I'm going to break away. Give the, the people series. what they want, when they want, and they want it all the time. What? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I tell you what. You, you got hey, it. bro. I, I, you, you know, the P-Funk, everybody loves the P-Funk, man. I knew, I, I just kind of felt the vibe in the conversation, man, with that one day sent the groove, man. I knew that was mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mhm. I'm, so I'm there often you're running. A, you're a genius. <laughs> He's a musical genius. We're gonna do a ping pong show. I'm gonna be going out while we, as we're talking and kicking and listening to songs. I'm gonna be going out and in and, and, and trying to think of all the ping pong I can think of. And we're gonna open up a mini request line six four six five nine five. 
3402. We're going to open up a, a, a mini request line tomorrow night. We're going to have a, a, a P-Funk All-Star show. I'm going to tell people, you know, when they, when they call in, they can request songs. We're playing them. And we're going to have a nationwide party from, from Hawaii to, to uh, Bangor, Maine. From Florida. I know that's uh, right. All the way over to Bangladesh. Oh, uh, yeah, to Chula Vista. Bangladesh. Right, but, you know, Robin Lynn's got 40 countries, so we're going to be hitting y'all everywhere from from, from Sang Bang to Dang Gong. We're going to try to. We're and the try galaxy, to too. Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, all that. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So what, what they're saying is. All around the world, same song. Uh-uh, 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 You don't make me break mm-hmm. away from my conscious level, the commitment. Now we're going to have a P-Bunk All-Star show. We're going to sit here yeah. on the line for about two hours. And just continue to hear them in the head with somebody like you know what I'm saying? Rock show star, baby mama. You know what I'm We ain't going to be talking straight for a month now. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I'm a boogie woogie, baby. If you want to see me boogie, all you got to do is want me to see me boogie. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> So we don't do it. We bring you variety here at Fossey G Show Worldwide, and it is a show. So if you're serious as we are, we like to have fun, too. And you see what y'all started? We ain't going to be straight for a month. We can do it you know, a couple times a month. You know, we're getting you know, 90s hits, 80s hits, some 70s stuff, some mom and dad music, too. We're going to do it all. Hey, can I... Um, can I ask a question of the day? Yeah, most definitely. Okay, and I might, I might have, I have a question of the day, and then I have a question that I, I'd like to get an answer to before we leave tonight. So the question of the day, and if you get it right, you'll win something. Okay, you ready? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, the question is, why did Rick James? Dry his feet on Eddie Murphy's couch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should. Oh, why did Rick James? Cold blooded. You got it. You got it. The judges say that's an acceptable answer. You got it. It's from that skit. <laughs> With Dave Chappelle, and and he dried his feet, and then they asked, "Oh, oh, the answer is um, because Eddie could buy a new one." Yeah, that is so true. Yep. Wow. Okay, so so I'm sorry, you didn't win something, so I don't have to tell you what you would have won because I ain't got nothing for you anyway. Now I have a I have a very I have a I have a very serious matter at hand that I really. I've been pondering over for I don't know how long now, and I don't know why, but um, uh, I I like watching sports, but one thing I noticed, um, when men play sports, they they like to pat each other on the butt. Now, 
I, why do they do that? And then I'd like to know if you men are butt patters. <laughs> I can't do it. I always have to answer your question. To answer yes. your question, um, I don't. The reason why they do that is because that's a sign of sportsmanship, and they've been doing that for ever, okay. forever, forever. But okay. at the same time, no, I'm not a butt patter. And okay. I don't think it's, um, <laughs> you know, I I really, <laughs> I mean, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start this. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> well, 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 you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, you know, I've been like walking down the street, and like every man I pass, and be like, I wonder if he's a butt pad or not, and I really want to ask him. I, because I like if that was just like I don't know why, I don't know why. Can we talk about something else now? Yeah, yes, we can. <laughs> whatever, whatever you like. <laughs> Well, you move, I move, just like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, I have another. I have another. I have another question of the day, and again, if you get this one right, you will win something. Now, this one is easier. What? What's cooler than cool? What's cooler than cool? Mars yes. Day. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. No, the judges says that's not acceptable. The answer is ice cold. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was going to say that. Right? Now, you, know, you know what? Yeah, I think if you lose the first time, you should not have answered no more. Uh, okay, uh, would anybody else like to bet? <laughs> We're sorry. We have a loser. I'm sorry. Uh, I won't be able to give you something. But, again, I'm not sorry because I didn't have anything to give you anyway. So maybe next time. <laughs> Uh, and now, what are we going to do now, guys? <laughs> well, let's get back to that P-Funk party. Man, yeah, we got to have that, man. I mean, we just, we just call in and, and we start making requests. And we'll just throw a little something on just kind of as, as, as a buffer, you know, to get rolling. And then, like I said, you know, we can, you know, uh, pre-send in some stuff to the to, to the inbox, or, or just, or just put it right on the on the page. Put titles on the, on on my uh, on the Nelson King page, and and uh, we just go from there. And then I, what I do is I go and I look stuff up, and and I'll have some stuff lined up. And man, we'll just we'll just get it we'll just get it started. You know, being from the I'm black a, I'm hole. A, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna call in in freestyle, okay? Now, funk can be anything from Foxy Get Off right on down to you name it. For, you know, 70s, you know, 80s, 80s, 70s and 80s was the P-Funk era. So we can throw something, yeah. you know, anything in there, you know? Yeah. So, so I mean, we we can get a funky, funky song, you know what I'm saying? Man. You know, I'm, I'm ready for this here, you know. This is this is, this is is funky. I, you know, I got Man, I'm going to pull out my Afro pick and my, and my one-piece jumper and my yeah. thigh-high boots 
my thigh-high white patent leather boots, mm-hmm. and a headband yeah, around see, my head, and a yeah, big old see, peace I got, sign. I got, the, I got the falling Afro pick, though, on with the green <laughs> side and the red side. You know oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, with the cake cutter, you know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> so see, I, I got, got the cake cutter with the points in it. I got the cake cutter with the points in it. I got the cake cutter with the points in it. The one that you stabbed your own own self. Yeah, I'm OG, man. I'm I'm original. That's what we're going to come up with, too. In between, while we're talking, we're going to talk about this good stuff, okay? Like the lava lamp. (laughs) Oh, no. I still have mine. It doesn't work anymore, but I still have it. Oh, yeah. Don't throw that away. Remember the be- remember you used to, in the in the doorway to the kitchen and between the kitchen and the living room you had the beads that you hung up instead of a door. And the TV on top of the console. I don't know why we don't get rid of that console because we don't play no records because the needle is broken. You can't get no needles for it no more. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and don't forget the little plastic thing that you put in the middle of the forty fives. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 You know. And, and yeah, but you know what? If you hold your fingers just right, you don't need a spinner. A spinner. You can just put your finger on there and line that forty five up, and there it goes. Now it may sound like a little bit, but you know. By the way, big, big, the sugar ray, big, just a bud to the. Don't forget about the matchbox. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I was very fond of the matchbox. I, I frequently frequented matchboxes. Frequently. Don't forget about the four fingers too. That's a four-figure lead, you know. You gotta... four... Yeah, baby. Yeah, see, we talking some original. Don't forget about the Acapulco Gold. Acapulco Gold! Acapulco Gold! Hey, 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 and the tie stick. And the tie stick. And then, yeah, the Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow, yeah, a tie No, they just selling you the stem with the buds attached. That's all that is. That's all it was. That's all it was. <laughs> Man. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I've been going to okay to break stuff back from Hawaii. Froze your nose. Okay. Yeah. Froze your nose. Man, it was buds, but it froze your it froze your face. It froze your face solid. You yeah, know, I can't feel my fist. Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> I, 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 I never dug the mushrooms though, because it was like eating dirt. But I, I never understood that one. I never, I never got that one. So I, I, I stuck to the oh, procedures. Oh, mushrooms! Did, did you say mushrooms? Yeah, I, I, I never figured that out. Yeah. That, that I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to offend anyone, but and if the truth is offensive, it is. But I believe very much so that that is a white thing. Well, well, it, it was, it was, it tastes like dirt. So I never did it again. I was like, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't get the jump. I didn't get the jump with it. So I, I stuck. I mean, I stuck with the natural. If, it, if you know, I, I didn't mind cleaning my seeds out. You know what I mean? I didn't mind. You know, you you always have the shoebox, which you have to whip with. You know what I'm saying? And you got to tilt you know, it a little bit and let the seeds roll on yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, get, a, get a playing card. 
and scrape up and let the seeds fall at the, the bottom of the box. <laughs> Just a pinch. Just a pinch. Hey, don't slob on the paper either. That's that's nasty. I'm gonna get that dude, man. This ain't nothing but seeds, man. What's up with this guy, man? Yeah, see them fighting words right there. And it was Mm -hmm. only ten dollars. It was only ten dollars. You you wanted the eighth, it was thirty bucks. I mean, or a half was thirty bucks. And they didn't have all these, all these chemicals and weird shit in it either, you know. They, they didn't have that shit and all this other weird stuff they grow stuff with. Every, everything was simple, man, you know what I mean? The tie-dye shirts, you know what I mean? The, oh, now that was cool. And the bell-bottom, oh, man, I had me some hip-hugging <laughs> bell-bottom. My mama made them for me. Oh, you was also American <laughs> fat, too, huh? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I it was. I think it was Robin Lynn that do. Yeah, we got about ninety. We got about ninety seconds left. And, oh man! Uh, you know, yeah, it, it goes. It goes very, very quick. So I want to. I want to thank all of our guests out here on the line six four six five nine five. Three, four, two for tuning in to this gentrification and and this P Funk party that we had here at the end. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We we really appreciate y'all. We're glad that you folks came out. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. We appreciate you folks coming out. We're gonna play something mellow for you, but before we do that, what about oh now, three, two, one, with about a minute left. Sugar Ray, go ahead and let them know what time it is and what the real deal is and why we do what we do. Yeah, people, understand, we had a good time tonight. Love talking to the people we have on the phone. We'd love to have more people call in, 646-595-3402. Please call in and understand that, hey, everything is one and everything is great when we are together. You know, the revolution is not an event. It's a process, so stay tuned. Yes. Well, God bless, folks. We're going to drop something smooth on you for the last 30 seconds, and we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Same number, P-Funk All-Stars, as they used to say, be there or be square. Good night.
You're 